I am. I, I am excited to hear about you moving into. Well, should I not say this? It seems like you're kind of moving into the end of the trailer like to talk about moving out around your parents. Mm. I feel like whenever you get around them, you get quiet about the topic of moving. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You think they're? You think they get offended? I don't know if it's they get offended. Okay. Um, I don't know what it is, but that yeah, seems like feel. a normal conversation to have, you know. Yeah, we've we've had it. It's just that I don't, you know, don't know what's happening. Do you think I don't want you to leave? I don't know. I I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. I don't know, man. I'd be right for you to leave if I was your parent. If I was thank any you, kid's parent though, not just you specifically. No, you mean me no specifically, Jared. About. It's okay because I've never had a child, mm-hmm. so I have no idea what I'm talking that about. you know of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, shut up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, do you want to play a game? Raid yes, apology. I do. Raid the Apollo. Com- coming in hot. We have two options quiet or blast and hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. I, I like that. Bla- blast and hot. Quiet isn't or that, blast. Isn't that and a uh, Taco Bell flavor? Is it? It should be. Blast and hot. Ch- uh, dur- Los Doritos tacos. <laughs> So it sounds like it now <laughs> when you say it like that. Um, first of all, let me turn off my ad blocker. Hmm. So I'm always a fan of these uh, failed marketing experiments or marketing campaigns. I, you can, <laughs> okay, well, you can talk about well, it. We'll I can't. On. I can't preview it. Why can't hey, I? It's just. It's just the you laughing as I'm explaining it. You're like, oh, I see it. You know, ruins the effect mm. a little bit. But that's okay. We're now in a situation where Chad just reads over my shoulder. Um, no, it doesn't matter. I'm just kidding. Uh, Tropicana apologizes for suggesting mimosas are the answer uh, to pandemic parenting. Some people loved the ad, while others said it encourages using alcohol to cope with stress in drinking in secret. Now, first of all, I wonder how many people actually complain, because this is social media, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, what's the... like? I feel like you you can you can see a complaint about everything that you post on social media, and it's like, yeah, there's always going to be complaints. You just didn't have such access to it until now. That's sometimes how I feel. Uh, Tropicana Orange Juice is under fire after a cheeky ad campaign that suggested parents stash the ingredients for a mimosa in fridges around the house to take a break. Okay, I didn't realize that part earlier when I read this. That's kind of hilarious. That that's I mean, kind of like uh, icing people back when we were in college, just keeping <laughs> them in like some spots stashed. That could be seen as some dangerous uh, behavior if you're, uh, you know, for alcohol drinking, right? To but, hide alcohol. <laughs> true, but it's also a joke in a commercial, sure, right? Of course, I mean, of course. They ad was found to be offensive by many social media users, including a mm. sobriety group, which sounds like a fun bunch of people. <laughs> the, new ca- <laughs> the new ad campaign, which has since been shut down, was targeted uh, at stressed out parents who have, been at, uh, who have been home with their kids throughout the quarantine and asked them to take a min- Take them a moment. Hashtag take them a moment for themselves. I mean, that's a good marketing ploy. Take I'll, I'll give them that. You take them so. a moment. It does take you got you got to say it once or twice. To I'm, get I'm a little bummed, Jared. If it. you would have told me about this topic beforehand, we would had some mimosas, some mimosas. ready <laughs> to have a little moment. On Hold the on, pod. Chad. Let's take them a moment. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag. Well, we, we, we like put it on our Instagram. <laughs> take them a that's moment. Hilarious. Uh, for themselves, to hashtag take them a moment for themselves. But some commenters on Twitter were offended, pointing out the idea of drinking in secret from your family is probably not the healthiest way to cope with stress. Uh, I mean, I with mean, the stress of the pandemic, they're not wrong. 
and I'm sure. Yeah, but orange juice in general is probably not the healthiest thing for you. Let's be honest. Right. Well, you gotta stay to <laughs> stick to a high quality H two O, Jared. That's for sure. So it's like, but, uh, honestly, which one is worse for you, orange juice or champagne? Which has more sugar? I would say probably orange juice. Then maybe orange juice. Although, but see, also yeah, in it, how how many qualities are we talking? Are we sure, comparing exactly. just one glass? It's, that's the thing. Is it more dangerous to have you a drink, bottle right. of champagne or a bottle of orange juice? Right. I'd say in the immediate, it's probably more dangerous to have a bottle of the champagne. Probably. In the long term, maybe. Well, no, the long term, the champagne still too. Probably. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's. Uh, Your productivity level will probably here, go down a lot more after the uh, the whole bottle of champagne here's the tweet that they did uh sharon louise lop uh parent uh, someone some some responding to someone parents you're juggling it all find the ultimate moment of brightness for yourself whatever oh excuse me wherever and i almost started singing you should <laughs> yeah sing it out wherever <laughs> and whenever with a tropicana mimosa of course oh man uh, hashtag funny. take them a moment to help uh make your mornings a little brighter and so it's a uh end table like in a closet uh, or there's that's a whole kind of, that's kind of cool <laughs> i'm not even like gonna a... lie it looks like a toolbox oh, and the bathroom you have a bathroom like a so it's cabinet. a whole bunch of like cabinets that are essentially are made into like secret uh booze storage that are normal like tool storage or like a closet little uh cupboard or so, bathroom so here, here's the deal jared I love this commercial. You I'm sorry. You don't I think love it promotes it. Health, unhealthy drinking and uh, I mean, your house phone is ringing. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can shut that uh, off You second. don't think it prom- promotes unhealthy drinking and uh, a unhealthy family dynamic? Because I would say that uh, maybe the sobriety group does have a point uh, that it is a interesting marketing campaign, you know? The, the, the sneak some booze, you know? I mean that message about it obviously isn't isn't a good one, sure. But at the same time, like it's yeah. First of all, I think it's I understand. Can you can I, you play the commercial one more time? I'd like sure. to see it again. I kind of I'm gonna kind of agree with you. By the way, I was just you know right because because he, here's the deal. Your house phone. I mean they have uh you're good. They have first of all the reason why I think this commercial is kind of funny is you know they have these fridges in these unsuspecting places. Mm-hmm. I mean yes, you can see a bottle of champagne. You can see a bottle of Tropicana orange juice well, they make and a it champagne glass. Ends. They say drink responsibly right. like you're supposed to do legally. Right. But also at the same time, like I don't I don't see how this is promoting quote unquote sneaking. It's not like you're drinking it and hiding. And let's be honest. I mean if Right, it's just more for convenience. Exactly. Where it's exactly. like you pour it and then it's sitting on the counter. Or it's, you don't you don't like you, you it's not like someone's coming in and you turn around like, oh, Oh no no I was it's just orange juice I, I right I need <laughs> right this isn't a mimosa I'm it's not like having a mimosa I imagine they pour it and then they put it on the counter and right. then it's like someone walks in and it's like oh you're taking them a moment pour me one <laughs> exactly um, now see why they didn't do that in the commercial I don't know that would have cleared everything up Jared so l- let me read a little more because okay. we have to get to the apology I haven't even got to the apology oh that's <laughs> that's true <laughs> the ad campaign from Mullen Love Lova Lowa Lova how do you say Lo without an American L O W E Mullen Low probably is it Low yeah, yeah probably P R and Kramer Craslet also uh, asked parents to share stories of how they take a break. Uh, celebrities like Molly Sims, Gabrielle Union, and Jerry O'Connell were slated 
to participate on social media in the ad. Many fridges are hidden in the closet, in the garage, and even in the ba- uh, bathroom, filled with ingredients for a mimosa, which includes you know the sparkling wine and the OJ. Uh, a firestorm of negative comments ensued, calling the brand out on uh, what some felt was a tasteless way to encourage juice drinking. You know, it's first of all, that's the best way to drink juice. That's uh, honestly mm-hmm. the only reason I drink juice anymore is if there's booze in it. Is if you're having a moment, <laughs> not a mimosa specifically, but cranberry juice is Ooh, best vodka. Served cran. with vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Uh, 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 For, first of all, Jerry, before before you probably con- going to be gin in there. Before you continue. Please drink responsibly. Yes. Okay. No, that's true. That's, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That, the lawyers you're, you're right, were in, though. Oh, off, off, off camera. Shaking their heads like, at hey, both hey, of us. Hey, hey exactly. say it. Uh, this is from uh, someone on Twitter. The at Tropicana hashtag take a moment campaign. Women lying to their fan. Women? <laughs> Why? Where did it ever specify women? Yeah, There's it, no people in this ad. Yeah, I know. That's weird. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, she, they were responding to someone. Oh, the, I see. They, I, I gotcha. think, or or, or is uh, who's Sharon? Oh, that's just some random person that they're hmm. that they're saying this to. Huh? Do they just pick like Sharon a random? Do? do do they just pick like a, a random? Maybe they just pick like a random follower, and like this is sort of like a marketing campaign to just pick a random follower. And like hit them up and be like, you deserve to take them a moment. Oh, no. look, it's at the top of there. I'll get to that in a second. That would be hilarious. I think that's why haven't we been hit up and gotten them a moment, Jared? <laughs> this is unacceptable. I'm sober. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, I enjoy Tropicana orange juice as well. So, so yeah, because this person is just some random person that has like 200 followers on on Twitter. It's not like this is some celebrity that endorses it or something. So right. I I don't I don't even know. Man, and she does tweet a lot though. She's clearly gunning to get every free thing on her Twitter. Look, nice. look at this. This is like brand raising. I love raising games, by the way. Uts. Uh, sh- uh, What's Uts? Is the, it like a clothing store? No, it's a potato chip. Uh, oh, really? A cracker okay. company. Stouffer's. Oh, yep. Jeez. T-Mobile. Getting, She's trying to get all every the... sweepstake. That's I awesome. I can't even. That's Kodak hilarious. Plus, Budweiser. Nice. Uh, more T-Mobile. Chips Ahoy. I can't even find. I mean, why else do people use Twitter, shop Jared? trend. Lipton tea. I can't even. Amazon. Budweiser again. Racing. I can't even find the Tropicana thing because there are so many sweepstakes. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many campaigns. I can't just scroll through. Lipton tea. Oh my gosh. Allure beauty product or bath fashions. Oh my god. Amazon music. Oh my gosh, Butterfinger, Stella Altois. And is these like are all a, just retweets, right? This is like a, a soccer player's jersey. <laughs> right. <laughs> AT&T. Right. Or a NASCAR jersey, more <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, NASCAR yeah. car. Right. Oh my gosh, oh man, Pizza that's Hut. Funny. Wow. I wonder if she's gotten any of these. I, uh, PlayStation she? 5, Lay's Chips. Dear Lord. She wow. clearly has no problem with booze ads, though, because right. she, uh, she has some uh, Budweiser stuff. Well, because she wants to take him a moment, Jerry. I think it's it was from simple. December 6th specifically. I actually, I just went to her profile because I'm like, there's no way I'd be going to a coupon clipping. Uh, who knew Who knew that was a thing on, that's hilarious, I mean, this coupon is, clipping became dude, a thing actually, on Twitter. No, think about it. That's not surprising at all. I mean, coupon, coo- like couponing is a thing. Yeah. Well, of course, there's going to, you can take it to uh, social media. Of course. All right, like, I don't even know why they picked her. All right, let's let's get to this anyway. apology. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, 
Oh, yeah. So uh, I, let me just finish. Women lying to their families, sneaking off to consume alcohol hidden in secret compartments. Which I did not. I did not get that from the ad, by the way. Slamming a mimosa <laughs> in the laundry room isn't cute. And it's not treating yourself. That's 1950s mother's little helper bullshit. Uh, here's another one. Hashtag I like take how you read it in that tone, by the way. Can yeah, I just give, that give you a moment to acknowledge like. it for what sure? What are you talking about? For I mean, sure. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about no, the no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Like, there's so many things that are just made up that aren't even in I, this. I will say ad. though. I will say though that no drinking, one slammed a mimosa. Right. I will say though the <laughs> drinking in secret. I do think that would be kind of that mommy's little helper BS sure, from back sure. in the day. But I agree with you. Their tone is, yeah. They're not saying it has to be a secret. They're just right. saying, it, to me, it gives the tone of have it handy. Yeah. Be ready for that exactly. moment when exactly. that moment calls you, they're, Jared. They're not saying sneak it. It's like, then you, you, you can, you're welcome to put it on right. the table. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Tropicana they, heard you guys. This is an apology. Okay, let's hear it. And they responded. Let's hear it. All right. Here it is. I wish we had some like sad, a dramatic apology <laughs> music to, to go while we listen to this. I'll have to do with my voice. Okay, that'll work. I'll we try want to, to hold apologize back the tears. to anyone who is disappointed in or uh, disappointed in or offended by our recent campaign. The intent behind it was in no way meant to imply that alcohol is the answer or make light of the struggles of addiction. While we believed we were bringing the hashtag take a moment program to life in the right way, through a message of positivity and balance mixed with a bit of levity, we hear the feedback that for some, we've missed the mark. Accordingly, we're ceasing any further activity in support of this campaign, the campaign. We know the comments and perspectives that have been shared, and we'll use it as a lens for evaluating future campaigns. Tropicana, pure premium. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was Thank pretty you. solid. If you need a PR person, hire me. That's what I do. Okay. Well, let's let's. I was I was so distracted by your calm and soothing, apologetic voice, Jared. Can I see the apology again? <laughs> you have to, you have to see it. Yeah, I just want to. It's just, written. It's it's the background is the brand colors. Yep, it's yellow and green, which is terrible in terms of trying to read this. By the way, Tropicana. So they apologize uh, to anyone who was disappointed mm. and or offended by their recent campaign. The intent behind it was in no way meant to imply that alcohol is the answer to make lights of the struggles of addiction. We believe that we were bringing the hashtag Take a Moment program to life in the right way through a message of positivity and positivity. balance. <laughs> Mixed. It makes me laugh every time. With a bit of levity, we hear the feedback. That for some we've missed the mark. Accordingly, we've ceased any further activity in support of the campaign. We value the comp. Was that me? No, that, that wasn't was me. me. We value the comp. We value. Oh, I hope I'm not messing up again. No, you're good. We value the comments uh, and perspectives that have been shared, and we'll use it as a lens for evaluating future campaigns. So now they just essentially. Oh, man. So they just have to remove the booze aspect from the campaign. Is what they're saying? I guess. But then you can't take a moment. How do you advertise booze? I mean, you... I don't know. How how does Budweiser... But Budweiser is explicitly an alcohol company. That's you know, that true. That makes it a little easier, I guess. Right. And Trapa... Oh, yeah. Okay. Is yeah. it the problem that they're advertising booze or specifically that they're sneaking it, you know? I think it might be both. I didn't think about that, you know? I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, Tropicana isn't a booze company. 
They're a juice company, so I guess I could see how that's a little problematic. But and then, of course, most people in the comments are like, "It wasn't that big of a deal." Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's that's kind of how it works. That's so funny too. Like people, like the tweet where they do make the joke about take you know having sneak a uh, sneak mimosas or like sneak locations. People are like, "This is horrid." And then when they reply, people are like, "All right, come on, it's not that big of a deal." Right. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I don't know which which would be worse, you know right? what the I, alcohol or the the sneaking. I wish I wish I could find some. Um, yeah, see, so this guy's like, screw the apology. Uh, the appropriate response is lighten up. You know, yep. Now people lighten are like, up, Karen. Now people are like, who cares? Uh, and so like, oh, yeah, they're posting on the moments now. <laughs> I'll have a mimosa in honor of of this. Uh, and then and and, and and hashtag cancel culture. Uh, is that yep. cancel culture? Um, they, they, it's not like they could have easily kept this up. Right. It's not, it's not cancel culture because they're not like, I don't see droves of people being like, we yeah. need to boycott it's Tropicana. Like, exactly. Never drink their juice <laughs> it's again. It's not like Goy, the Goya company, right. which is, um, the I think beans. more a, a, a victim, I don't say victim, but, uh, cause he seems to be Dude doing themselves. fine. But like, he, you know, uh, you know that I could see that being an argument for cancel culture maybe, mm. but not this. It's like they chose to take it down. Right. It's like that was not, they didn't have to do and that. I, and I don't think there was ever like serious outrage. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, they found a couple. This article found like a couple, uh, you know, freaking people being can, like, can you oh, read a couple terrible. more of them? Sure, of course. As a mom who likes a special mimosa, who who and, and who still has to sneak away from teens to have a hot bath alone, I will be buying more. Oh, this is a positive one. Nice. Read it. Read it. Read oh. the positive ones too, Jared. We want. I thought you went to. I will be buying more Tropicana. My little brother is a uh, recovered alcoholic and would think this campaign is cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People don't care. Any don't other think. negative ones? No. They, they, no. This article is stupid. They found two negative ones. Mm. That's real outrage. They found Jared. more one. They found more tweets saying "I don't care" than they found negative yeah. ones for the article about how Tropicana took it. Maybe also because they came after the fact, mm. so maybe they only you know caught on to this after you know when the apology came up, so they didn't okay. have as much access to the responses because the tweet had already been taken down. That could be it right. too. Yeah, that could be. That's funny though. Um, I, yeah, I I this one's a hard one to rate, Jared, because I don't think the apology is fully warranted. Um, but you know, I think they were trying to fix the situation as it came. I'll, you know what? I'll give them, I'll give them an eight out of 10. An eight out of 10. That's pretty good. You know, I can't give them a 10 out of 10 because I, I don't know. I, I just feel weird. That would mean it would be perfect. Right. I mean, I, th- I think it's a good apology. I think mm. I'd agree with you. I mean, they, they, if you're going to apologize, even if we think it's dumb, if you're going to apologize, acknowledge what you did wrong. Yep. Uh, say, uh, say, uh, you know, that, um, you know, that that's, you know, we don't support our actions and what course and of action you'll take going to correct forward, it, this, which they we'll did. definitely keep this in mind mm-hmm. for future campaigns. Yep. And so I think that that's what, I mean, we might find it pointless, but that is what an apology should be, I guess. So I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'm yeah. with you. I I'd think it's that solid. It's, it's a know, good I'd apology. I'd give it an eight. It's solid. Apology. It, it, it hit all the marks you need for a, for an apology. I mean, it, I, I think maybe... I take a couple away, a couple because I'm saying it hit all the marks. I would say, well, then why not ten? I think maybe there is still a level of genuineness for me. Some of mm-hmm. it is like there, it, and then also it. I don't know. I, I think that maybe a, a, there's a genuine level to it to me where I'm like, I, this isn't necessary. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it. it the context of the apology itself makes it hard to 
in a way give it a 10 which is a little unfair but at the same time yeah it's but I think in terms of if you look now, at maybe it, if they would um, also said like what's wrong with what they were highlighting because they didn't really say that They're, it was more like we didn't mean to make light of the problems with addiction and right. it's like re, like but they're not saying we realize that our that yeah because they're they're saying we didn't we didn't mean to make a light of it rather than we're sorry for you know doing it exactly which i think is actually a, a, a slight difference mm-hmm. but i think in their case they're like we're not apologizing for i think it's fair to also not apologize you know i'm gonna give it a nine it's fair to not apologize for something but to, to put this apologize for something else which is kind of what they did okay so i'm gonna give it a nine okay yeah i think i think nine's pretty fair i think well. i take away a point because it's like I, I mean you know it's kind of it seems a little frivolous for for, for to make this big of a deal mm-hmm. about it that's true yeah, I feel like it all, almost would have been less of a big deal if he just moved on, probably, and just took the ad down. But sure, yeah. But then but, people but would have sent the powers I wonder, or something. I wonder if at the same time, you know, some companies try to establish that social media presence, and I think they view it as, hey, we might get more, more business, more customers. We're talking about it right now. Sure, you know, so sure. uh, I might have some Tropicana orange juice after we finish this uh, little the, podcast. You have you Tropicana know? here. Probably yeah. we might. I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a Tropicana in the home. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, that was a good apology. It, it, yeah, know, not too bad. If you feel like you need to do it, then go ahead. Do right. it. Right. Exactly. We're not going to stop you. Yeah, and I would say in terms of the actual contents of the apology, it was fairly solid. Yeah, you hit the marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would. Do you have uh, a, a shout out for us? Uh, no, I do not. You do not. Okay. Do well, not. let's get into this, the untranslatable. Let's do it. Not every episode has to be two hours. That that is true, uh, right? Uh, so uh, yeah, here we are doing the untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, axioms, sayings, uh, words that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English, and yeah. definitely things that are not clear. And we are your certified, tried and true untranslatable experts here. To I've been hearing some more you. just from uh, from the world, but I, I need to be in in a place where I'm ready to write them down more often. Because I'm, en- I enjoy, I'm enjoying bringing in the ones from the real world, the organic, untranslatable. Where, where as I listen to it, I'm like, what does that mean? You know, mm-hmm. like Struppy, for example. That was a good one. <laughs> um, what does that one mean again? Oh man, I, I think it means to be like, oh, like like a hot tempered. That's right. That's and right. like sort of a problematic person, mm-hmm. essentially. Can I go first? Yeah, go for it. Um, my, um, I have another Gujarati one for us, and it's once again that double A like we had in the last episode. Either ah ah or ah, right? We're not sure. Ah ah or ah, Tara Lagan Nati. This isn't your wedding. So this is it's like butt out. Like no, this is an A B conversation, see, Jared. See your way out of. That's it. what we would think, and okay. and and obviously that's what I first thought mm-hmm. too. Okay, but no, th- th- but it is it is. Think about uh, no, that's not it. But think about uh, if if I'm if uh, if I came over here and and the, you know when I first got out of my car and you you come to the garage or whatever and you're like, whoa, Jared, this isn't your wedding. Why like, would you say slow that? Slow down. Me? Why would you say that to me? Slow down. Slow down. Do people go fast at weddings? Um, no, I, I don't. Or know. I'd say would you say, whoa, Jared, is this your wedding? Maybe you'd say. Are you in a rush? Once I why, do, why do you keep thinking I don't rush? Know why. I don't know why. <laughs> um, hmm. Um, I, I, give me. Can you give me another example? Hmm. Maybe at um, if you go to um, if you go to a uh, if you if you go to start work at like um, 
I don't know. It means to be overdressed. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, oh, well, you do look good today, but I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought of overdressed. Uh, I didn't mean specifically right now. I just meant in general. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> I just meant in general, like uh, that makes sense now that you mention it, though. You know, you dress formally for a wedding. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's like, what are you dressing for your wedding? Essentially. Right. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I like. And that. the thing is, at the wedding, it is generally speaking that the the bride and groom are supposed to be the best looking people there. Mm-hmm. Right. In theory, so it's like, why are you dressing so hard? Right. If Jared's there, that's a different story. Yeah. Sorry, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna outdress you. It's just yeah. gonna happen. It's just your wedding, Jared. It's also apparently if someone's uh, accessorized a lot. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, nice. Well, let me uh, get you started with a Thai untranslatable, which is Job Pla Song Moi. I think uh, catch a fish with two hands. It's like you're you're going full full force into a project, giving a hundred and fifty percent. I can see why you would think that, but um, it, no, catching a fish with two hands, overworking, doing do unnecessary think, work. Do you think you can? Uh, can you? Do you think you can really catch a fish with two? Doing hands? Doing an impossible job, mm, impossible I'm, task. I'm, I'm trying to think of a way I can explain. Doing a heroic action. To, no, no. This is more like. Um, so, for example, Jared, okay, we, uh, you have some time off from work, right? So mm-hmm. you're like, you know what, Chad, uh, I'm going to go twiddling your thumbs. Uh, no, I'm okay. going to go hiking, uh, and then uh, when I'm done hiking, I'm gonna write a book, and then uh, mm-hmm. when I'm, while I'm writing my book, I'm also going to um, already make money off of ads for my book. No, I'm just. I can't give you a good like example here. Like getting ahead of yourself? No, I'm. There's. I can't explain this one other than it's basically to have your cake and eat it too. Okay, what's the literal again? Uh, catch a fish with two hands. Have your cake and eat it too. Right. I mean, have your cake and eat it too is kind of a hard thing to explain too. Right. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. It's like you want the best of both worlds. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Or, or like uh, to explain. Or it sounds. Isn't it, isn't it sort of like you know in college they said you have to choose between good grades a good social life and mm-hmm. something else which is kind of true but there was yeah. one other third thing in there and it's like you have to pick two of them that mm-hmm. was the thing that i remember hearing in college and i don't remember what the third thing was but that's what i kind of think of when i hear right. that as just an example well in this one also so it's like to spend or use something up but still have it or also to have two things when you have to choose one i guess is the way they sure. explain this one so, sure yeah. all right i have an italian untranslatable for you and it's la mamma di cretini è sempre in, in cinta. I didn't understand you because you didn't Italianize. La mamma di cretini è sempre in cinta. <laughs> that was really good. Thank uh, you. Something about the mom and always. Very good. Siempre is always, right? Yeah, sempre. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The mother of idiots is always pregnant. Oh, that I like that. Mm. Our, let me let me digest that one for a second here. The mother of idiots is always pregnant. You know, I, I had the definition for this or the meaning for this obviously when I found it, and I still had to th- stop and think about that for a second. It's like, wait a second, the mother right. of idiots. <laughs> so so it's basically <clears throat> like you you inherit the bad habits from your mom or no. your, or from your parent or from no no no. Well, I mean that's true. But the, the the essentially saying the 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 person that gives birth to idiots is always pregnant. 
I mean, that's what it says. The mother of idiots is always right. pregnant. What does that mean, though? That means that there are so that so. What is always pregnant? So why is it that that it, why is it that the mother of idiots? Because she's not smart. Because she can't. I don't. No, no. Unless she wants to always. Essentially, be it's like a sucker idiot is born every minute. Like there's there are di- like be, oh, there's a lot of suckers. It's saying like ah. it's all it's always it's always the there's a lot of the stupid mothers of idiots that are the pregnant ones. Like why is it okay. always the mother of idiots that are the pregnant ones? Right, it's not the mothers of the smart ones yeah, that are always pregnant. Somebody, it's almost like the opposite oh, end of funny. like why must the good die young, but on the birth side. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's an, that's a good comparison. Okay, yeah. can you say it in Italian one more time? La mamma de cretini è sempre in Chinta. Okay. And Chinta is pregnant? Uh, I guess or, so. Okay. I mean, I, I guess so if I'm, you know, putting it together. Okay. That makes sense. Do you have though. another interest? I, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because I have another Italian yeah. one that I might as well throw at you. Throw it too. out. Throw it out. Because okay. I, I want to find, I want to give you a Mandarin one. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, o mangi questa minestra o salti dalla finestra. You should know some of those Something words. about window. You, here, let me start over because okay. you should know more than that. Okay. O mangi questa minestra o salti dalla finestra. Yeah, I'm you don't only... know mangi. No, what's oh, that? That's to eat. Yeah. I oh, in French, that. it's like mange. So it's oh, to okay. That's how I. I would have thought it would have been closer to Spanish with like something like. Oh, no, that makes sense. Sure. But yeah. Okay. I just happened to see that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, either eat this soup. Oh, minute. Oh, Minestra, mi- I guess, is soup, I imagine. Oh, like minestrone, maybe? No, I mean, that's I a kind of soup, I guess. Right. Minestra, <laughs> right. minestrone? No idea. Anyway, anyway. that The only thing we know about minestrone is essentially all from Olive Garden, just so everyone that, knows. That's true. Uh, either eat the soup or jump out the window. My way or the highway. There you go. Take it away. Oh, early. yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Eat the soup or jump out the window. Say, say, I like you. O mangi questa minestra o salti dalla finestra. Uh, but I don't think I have the inflections in the right, in the right place spot. for that sort of sentence. Okay. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't O mangi questa minestra o salti dalla finestra. You kind of have to be like in the middle, like do this or salty dalla finestra. You should ask your boss how to say these. He's going to ask questions. He's going to be like, why would you want to know this? Why are you like I read up? this on the internet or That's I saw true. it. I could do that. I That's mean, a good what, point. That's a good point. What, is he going to question I'm you that so much scared. further? I'm so scared. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Don't too. find me, anyone. Right. Yeah, on Trish Label Podcast. On, on Trish Label. On, on Instagram, though. That's right. Uh, okay. So this one is Mandarin, and I'm going to try to pronounce it. That first character, Jared, is Shui. Okay. Shui means How water. How Shui? Uh, <laughs> uh, rush hour, right? No, no, that's Kanye when he's talking to Sway in the morning. Oh, that's that right, that's right. Anyways, or Sway um, not in the morning, but the Sway radio show. Whatever so, it's um, let's see here. So it is Shui um, Hua, and Hua is uh, like product or good. So it means uh, water products. And here now we can listen to the legit speaker of it. There you go. Shehua. Shehua. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it or Shay? Shway. Do it's... it one more time. Shehua. 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 Sounds like Shehua like to me still. Um, but, anyways, uh, water products. Water products. Is that like just cheap goods? Uh, Expendable goods? I think it's a little, it's a little darker than that. Water products. 
Is that like the chemicals you use to embalm a dead body? No. Well, th- just think about. <laughs> Is that think, too th- too dark? Th- th- yes. <laughs> yes. Ju- just a little bit. Think about the context. So in China, why would they have water goods? Water goods. I don't like teas. Oh, is it like to to poo to Mm-mm. help you poo? No, take these water goods. So it'll help you. So so here, let me let regular. me let me kind of explain this and see see if this will help you. So what 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 about China specifically? Is, is what what is China known for? Cheap products. Okay, are all of those products always authentic? So like they fall apart easily as water goods. Or are fake products. Fake products. And are mm. those fake products generally legal? I guess not. So how do you Seems think like they, they distributed are... some of these fake products? Water. Oh, they're like sort of illegal products. It's... So almost like a almost like a bootleg movie, for example. Yeah. Okay. That could be I a see. water product. Or like a fake watch or something yep, like that. That I could be you. a water product. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So here's the story, Jared. So, China's filled with water products. Yes. So so it, it means smuggled goods or contraband goods, uh, unauthorized shoddy products, origin before smugglers. Shout out to Lawai Idioms, by the way. That's where I'm getting this from. It, interesting um, that that's a China. I guess I guess like like I, I do know that you know that like you know reputation and brands are a big deal mm-hmm. in in China. So I wonder if um, like like there is a a big sort of um, like stig- like stigma to wearing some of the water products, you know, like that's like I think some people don't really care. I think it's only certain mm. certain types. Of, I don't think it's as big of a deal over there as you would think. Mm. Um, I think your common person over there doesn't really give a crap about a lot of that stuff, to be honest. Okay, because um, it's so easy to get stuff that's pretty good. Mm-hmm quality stuff that is really cheap you know you know a knock up a knockoff north face or knock off anything really anything you could think so here so here's the rest of the story so before smugglers used plastic bags to seal the goods shipped from foreign ships and put Ah. them into the agreed shallow sea their partners used to come by small boats uh to the hidden place where the uh the uh, goods were like afloat Okay. Basically. So so water. Oh, so they pick them up in the water. Like mm-hmm. they drop them in the sea somewhere. Yep. And like this is where we do the, the, the handoff. Yep. yep. Interesting. Yep. That's a so cool water, story. Water products. Let me give you another one. This one is uh, this one is, is a good one. It's uh, kind of gross, but uh, here we go. So it is, um, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, I'm sure, but here we go. Um, da jishu. Let's see. Da jishu. Dajisha. I got that tone wrong. Dajisha. And Dajisha means spray chicken blood. Mm. Is that like to crack up laughing? You you know you're not far it's not to crack up laughing, but you're you're going down the right path. Interesting. Here, crying? Um like crying hit her like, you know, bawling your eyes out crying. Um not not quite. Hmm. Like someone, oh, someone that's super dramatic, someone that's overly dramatic, maybe. So, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, so, you know, I've been. Uh, I told you before we started recording today that Santa came early, mm-hmm. and uh, your boy finally got a twelve-string acoustic guitar that I've been waiting for for years, right? And uh, I can yeah. tell you, if I would have gotten this guitar when I was younger, I would have definitely sprayed chicken blood, wasting money. No, I would have uh, broken it. My re- my reaction to it when I oh, received oh, it. Oh, to freak out. Like, uh, I see, the freak out. Oh, that's a... Oh, 
Uh, can I? Um, mm-hmm. That's a great Christmas one, by the way. Oh, it is. You're Remember, right. like the like those videos on YouTube of like someone getting a PlayStation and mm-hmm. they freak out to spray chicken blood. And that's like to freak out in excitement. So yeah, so yeah. So let me once again let me read you the the info here. So this is uh, also from Lawai Idioms on Instagram. A person's sudden excitement towards a particular person or thing mm. uh, used to. Um, uh, satirize this ridicule behavior. The origin came from the 1980s oh. healthcare method. So it's kind of a joke. Uh huh. Like you called, make fun of someone that, right, that's for doing like that. freaking out. Right. right. Okay. Right. You, you wouldn't use that about yourself. Right. Right. Um, so the origin came from the 1980s healthcare method called chicken blood therapy, where uh, blood from a year-old rooster was drawn for injection. The person into who a was human in, who was injected with chicken blood was turning red and was very energetic. So that can't go. be good. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know, Jared. I'm no medical doctor. I'm no chicken doctor. I couldn't tell you. Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of places that I would love to visit but not live, wherever they're injecting. Actually, I don't want to visit that place either. Now that I think about it, that seems terrifying. Sure, you don't want any uh, experimental <laughs> medical treatments with some chicken blood? Uh, no. Although, do people do travel to like uh, Mexico and stuff. At least people here in the mm. U.S. Or for, Canada. Um, for like uh, various procedures that are procedures that are, yeah. or, or pharmaceutical drugs or what mm-hmm. have you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But let's talk about places that uh, might be good to visit, but maybe not necessarily good to live, sure. and vice versa. I think uh, there might be some places that would be uh, great to live in, but not great to visit, depending on you know. That's how true. You, sure, how you like to live. So, from what I know about you, Chad, you mm-hmm. want to live in a Des- Dexter esque community so dexter's where we are here in michigan it's the country essentially mm-hmm. uh you drive by cows to get here yep um and some you deer. like you like the remoteness you were talking mm-hmm. about buying some land and living in um middle of nowhere basically yeah living in the middle of nowhere um earlier today and and that seemed very appealing to you mm-hmm. um i imagine on a lot of your travels you haven't seeked out these styles of location uh, yeah, I think remote travel is for yeah. a very specific type of person. I also think for remote travel, um, I think it's better served if you have more time to spend there. Mm. Because if I'm going to be somewhere for a short period of time, I just don't see what the point is of going out into nature for a very short period of time if I could go out to nature somewhere near me for a short period of time sure. much easier. Mm-hmm. you know. So if I really want to experience something more remote... I think it's better. Like, if you're going to go see the Grand Canyon, I wonder if it's worth... Like, I think probably the way a lot of people do it is they go there for a day, they see it, and they're done. Oh, right? you think so? Pro- maybe. And they go back to whatever major city right. is close by. Whereas it's like you're... Right. But if you're out in some somewhere like so like so you but you're not you're not like a but but it also but also these middle of nowhere people could be avid like campers and stuff mm-hmm. you're not a you have no interest in not that you have no interest but you're not like a camp or camp enthusiast well definitely not but but i wouldn't mind you know once again this is all about you know, can you rent a cabin there? Is there, you know, we've talked about like RVs sure, or sure. rent an RV, you sure. know. So, but once again, this goes down to, I think it's like also not very cost efficient if you wanted to rent an RV to go, you know, go camping out in the Grand Canyon for like, I don't know. I just, it I think it would very be expensive. interesting. I do like the idea though of traveling to countries and not just hitting the major city. So maybe mm. you don't go to a place 
as remote as Dexter in, mm-hmm. in a different country, but going to like a medium-sized city rather than just like the main city could be very appealing. Of course, and sure. so and so maybe Dexter is an extreme example, but you also ha- ha- see an interest in living in like Metro Detroit as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's an option too, right? And so like imagine like a, a, a mid level sort of visiting that sort of does that interest you at all? Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I I did that a lot when I was in the Czech Republic. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and that was true. a blast. I think for me, when it comes to deciding on where what would be a a good place to visit but not live probably is mostly coming down to financial stuff Mm -hmm. i would agree financial is is actually a big one of them because there's you know so these hot these hot places are usually the places where um where it cost uh you know cost absorbent amount uh, exorbitant whatever the word is to live there not exorbitant amount yeah absorbent okay like for example our, our our buddy Don used to live in San Francisco. That was one on my list. And San Francisco is a cool place to visit, mm-hmm. but it's like super. I, I can't live here. This dude, like, I, I don't want to put him on 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 put him out on blast, but he was making a healthy salary in right. most cities, and it net and it netted him like a a a, 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 closet, a Harry Potter esque closet. <laughs> right. And I was like, you're making way too much money to live like this. I was like, this mm-hmm. doesn't even make any sense. Right. And I and so like that that would bring me no enjoyment like like even if to like to to get to have like a job i want and live in a cool city it's like it's not really enjoyable to me if i'm living terribly you know i agree it's like i I like michigan living there yeah that's why i like michigan it's not that hard to save your money but the industry for a lot of times if you know the most booming aspects of whatever industry you're into are potentially going to be in these big cities right and then another thing that i noticed actually about don too is that he um he like Started to, I don't know, started, but he seemed to have a hatred for uh, tourists. Oh yeah, that's another, that's another thing another about huge aspect yeah. about living in in the tourist locations mm-hmm. is it really makes you hate them. They you, get in I, the way. I got, <laughs> I, I got a little. They're loud. I had some animosity for They're a lot of the tourists minded. in Vienna when we were there, and we oh, were only yeah. there for a short period of yeah. time. We're, after we've been there for two months, we think we're professionals. Right. We're like, look at these freaking tourists, right? <laughs> but I can see where that comes from. Yeah, you know? and they're uh-huh. so easy to spot. That mm-hmm. yeah. But um, I, I think pictures of everything. I think I would definitely. Mm. I, I would, would it? Do you think it would? It, it would bother you to be to live in a touristy city, like if you lived in Berlin or even Beijing, for example. Mm-hmm. For example, to just constantly be surrounded by I tourists. I couldn't. I couldn't do it for. How did you forever. feel about it in Vienna? Uh, once again, I liked it, but. If I was in Vienna, I would be living in the residence. Sure, district. I mean it's fun for us mm-hmm. in college right. to do that. I mean, obviously, like you don't actually, want to live out in the actually middle of nowhere. Actually, living, yeah, I would be more in the sure, residential sure. areas. That makes sense. Um, yeah, That's I, true. I, I couldn't mean, do it just, for a long time. Yeah, just yeah, and it, it is. It, it, I, I don't think I, I, I don't, I don't like that. You know that that hatred of of um, tourists, animosity but I, towards. But tourists. I guess I get it. You know, it's like they're just always kind of in the way. But it's ironic too because on some degree they're to some level they're in the way, mm-hmm. but also some places where tourism is the main industry is that's what's also you know what do you sure. think is filling your pockets? Well, some of those tourist places, like I think if you were another place that I I like the idea of visiting but not living would be like a tropical island mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. And I think that um, in those in some of those places, I haven't been to a lot of tropical mm-hmm. islands, maybe once or twice. But I think in, in in some of those places that are super tourist heavy, and even in a place like Vienna as well, 
they really you can tell that they really the the uh there is a lot of over catering to mm-hmm. tourists sure like when you walk past a restaurant when you walk past any sort of like a, like the Shatopa or something like that i can imagine that at a you know at a uh tropical island where there are a lot of very tourist attractiony things to do like a zip line or something i don't know i'm just making stuff up right where it's like there is almost that sort of fake friendliness with mm-hmm. uh i i hate to say it's fake because maybe it is maybe real. It's not, like maybe yeah. it's genuine but it is sort of like a but it is clearly i'll say whether it's real or fake it's clearly targeted at the tourist because mm-hmm. as we know in in vienna all, if walking past the Staatsoper, which you have to essentially do every day for us the way we came to, to get to, to school um it was very easy to get the uh, the people dressed up as Mozart's at- attention mm-hmm. and to get them in- to ignore you. All you had to do was look at the uh, Staatsoper in a slightly interested fashion, yep. and they run up to you. Yep. But if you walk past it and fully ignore it, like it's just mm-hmm. some building that you see every day, they don't really pay any attention. Like it's, <laughs> it was really that easy to to get their attention. That's true. Um. So so I think I could actually get past that. I think I don't think that would bother me. I think maybe I'd, I'd be because like in that sense it's like i mean they're the idiots paying it like i i don't i like i i don't have any sort of guilt in ignoring these people because i walk by these people every day right um you get used to that and i think some of them also recognize you if you do live there yeah that's true see you too the thing about um about a place like vienna or germany specifically though is they're also very sensitive to loud people Mm, they do not true. i mean a lot of european true. places are but germans really don't like loudness <laughs> which is good to be honest yeah i mean if and you're so, on public transit it's fairly quiet you're but i right. think in general it is easy to spot a tourist that's not just a germany thing i mean no matter where you are really especially right. an american tourist or yeah, Aust- just australian say, tourist yeah. maybe or sometimes or a british british yeah out, especially those stag parties in Prague. Uh, westerners <laughs> we can be a little are, too loud <laughs> are too loud apparently just a little bit yeah um and so, uh, but I, yeah, so I don't think the tourist stuff would would bother me. And, and that's the thing is like I lived in Philadelphia, which is a tourist city, I guess. And I lived, I would say, in the city. I was a, um, I was a, I don't know, five minute drive to Center City, five to ten minute drive to Center City, maybe ten. Let's say ten minutes. Ten minute drive to Center City. You know, I could walk there if I really wanted to in like thirty minutes. Um, but like it, it j- just being. A 30-minute walk from from the city and still being in the city, it still felt like the city. There were buildings and stuff around. It it, it was a completely different vibe. Like, there were no tourists there. And so, like, the overload of tourists, I don't think would really bother me. And I I, I think what would bother me, maybe if I was, like, in something like a a market and and they were just absentmindedly in your way. Right. Maybe traffic-wise. That gets irritating, yeah. Commuting and traffic. Traffic would actually be a big part for me now that i think about it because mm-hmm. I, I as if i but i guess i could take public transportation too if True. i was in a place that but if i couldn't take public transportation traffic would definitely speaking annoy me. of traffic and transportation here's one place that i wonder if it's a better place to visit than to live i've never visited or lived but this was mm-hmm. one that i was kind of thinking about was venice italy yeah getting around everywhere right because they don't have you get around almost everywhere by yeah, boats right yeah I don't really. I, I didn't. To be honest with you, I mean, I've been to Rome, 
And I guess I've been to also Torino and another northern Italy city that I can't remember. I've heard Rome is actually also not um, a great place to live. It's a good place to visit, but not the best place to live because well, of all the I tourists. Well, I enjoyed Rome. I enjoyed Rome. There was It was a tourist overload. Like, it almost felt like a field trip a little bit. Okay. There were so many tourists around, especially because, I, you know, I went, I hit the tourist traps. I saw the Spanish steps. Mm-hmm. I saw the Sistine Chapel in Vatican. I saw that fountain with that little old, you know, building there where everyone <laughs> takes those pictures. I don't remember what the fountain's called but you know i hit all the tourist traps and it did feel like i was on a field trip you know be even though but i'll say this the food was at least the food i had was better in rome and just and just the um i didn't like the the um the water in venice was like a a cool novelty Mm -hmm. like you can smell it all the time right it doesn't feel as convenient like just as a way to to live Right. It wasn't my. It w- wasn't a place that I would really have much interest in going back to. Be if you like you. cars, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but at most of my travels aren't really about liking cars. But that's true. Right. I mean, that's definitely but true. I'm it's saying not a place to, live. to go as a car enthusiast. Right. Oh yeah, sure. But like, it, even as a tourist and a, pl- a person that probably would tr- like to try to go back to Italy at some point, I probably mm-hmm. would have actually on my last trip. Um, it's it, Venice is is is. Not on my list ever, really. Mm. And I've been there once, but I think that's enough for me. It was cool okay. to see, and it was a cool sort of novelty of a mm-hmm. night of a place. But it's it's that's it's kind of felt like a novelty to me. Any any other places kind of like that with that novelty? That the novelty, huh? I mean, some places that I could think of. Speaking of novelty, any sort of um, any, I'd say most uh amusement park cities that i've been to have been in cities that i have no interest in staying in okay but like i'll make a point to go to cedar point Mm -hmm. but i have no interest in sandusky ohio right i've been through sandusky ohio and uh it's you know you've been to Albion. uh oh yeah (laughs) yep it's probably not probably not that bad but um but it's just like but but i do make a point to go to cedar point if i can you know and I, I'd say, I'd say, but I think to have an amusement park, it's kind of got to be in like a, you know, a lot, a lot of empty space, like a mm-hmm. Disney in Orlando or something like that. It's like yeah, I don't want to go to. Orlando. I'm so glad you mentioned Orlando because I think Orlando is a place where there's no other reason to visit, right? Or the city of Orlando, right? Like <laughs> I, that I've, in Universal, exactly. I feel like a lot of uh, Orlando, and then where? What's the name of the the place where Disney is? It Disneyland, Disney World. Well, there's Disneyland. Well, I don't remember, remember which Florida. is which. And the, but the one in California is also in Ontario, Florida or California. Okay. Like it's in like a city outside of L.A. It's not in the city of right. Los Angeles. So it's also in what like kind of probably a shitty city, just with mm-hmm. a lot of space. I imagine. Right. I feel like those places would probably get old to live in as well. But I mean, you, but people don't say they're going to Orlando when they go to Disney. They say they're going to Disney. Right. Disney is the city. Right. And you can, and much like Cedar Point, much like Disney, you can stay in these little epicenters for a week and experience a whole vast variety of things. Go to Epcot, go to Universal, go to Disney, you know, go to whatever other stuff people do. You mm-hmm. can, I, don't, I don't know. But like, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about Orlando. Me Except, either. And, it's, and it seems they like... They have a basketball team. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like a peak sort of uh, Florida city outside of the Disney stuff. Even the right. Disney stuff, though, because some of the Disney stuff is a little right. cringy. I'm you know what? Lie. Another place that I, that I saw that came up on Quora that uh, I thought was interesting that I, that I didn't think Quora. about because I've never been there before uh, and haven't visited, uh, but also Hawaii. Uh, mm. Some people said, you know, it's... I heard Hawaii is a... Um, 
Like it's a very expensive place to live mm-hmm. because obviously it's an island, so just getting goods cost more in general. Right. So I can imagine that. I think oh, I I think I might disagree with that. If I think I, if I had enough money, and I don't mean like Mackenzie Scott level money. Right. I mean um, just enough money where I I could live comfortably. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I'm a, a light millionaire. Um, <laughs> I, I could I could still probably see the benefit of retiring in a place like uh, Hawaii, like like. But but the thing is, I have to be rich, you know. But I I, I could definitely still see the benefit in that. Okay. Like I, I think the only reason that that would be is because it is an expensive place to live. So if I'm someone that's trying to build wealth or build you know myself up and, ha- mm-hmm. and I'm in an entry level position, it's probably going to be a tough place to live off of like sixty grand a year or yeah. something. Oh yeah, for sure. But but um, the places I'm thinking of, I don't think I'd want to live if I had money or didn't have money you know right for sure for sure um but i could i could definitely understand hawaii you know a place that i could think of speaking of if i had money or did not have mm-hmm. money uh lisbon ohio why is why lisbon, lisbon ohio, ohio is where i went to the getaway uh you know out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and that was an awesome trip which i honestly really want to do again mm-hmm. but the end it, it was a level of, of Trump country that I've never seen before. Mm. And, it, and it was also, um, I mean, it, it was peak middle of nowhere. Like it was, it was very middle of nowhere. Um, and, and I just have, I just really have no interest in that level of solitude, to live in that level of solitude. solitude. It's not even like I'm afraid of the solitude. Mm-hmm. It's just, I feel like I enjoy having access to cities close by. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so like Pittsburgh is like an hour away. But uh, which we did go to, even though we were planning on being on this fully, you know, sequestered vacation. Uh, um, granted, we did stay away from people, just to be clear. This was during the pandemic, and we stayed safe. But anyway, um, I, um, I, I, I think I would probably find like a place closer to Pittsburgh if I was really looking for that vibe, rather than middle of nowhere Ohio like that. And and, and honestly, it wasn't shocking. I guess it, it's it's. It's I knew I know it I knew this existed, mm-hmm. but just the level of um, of Trump paraphernalia honestly doesn't feel very welcoming. And I'm not a huge fan of the um, also the the aggressive uh, religion in, in some of these areas too. Um, it's just not the vibe that I that I've uh, that I'm interested in. Sure. So, I, but but I would I I 100 percent would like to go back to that getaway at some point. Okay. And I, and I like the idea of living in that city that I talk about, but having that getaway where I put my phone in a little wooden crate for three days and make food over the fire. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I think what, what is really interesting about places that are good to visit, but not to live in, I think a lot of it comes down to uh, convenience Mm-hmm. Right, so, so I I value convenience. Mm-hmm. Yes, convenience. Also, I think for me at least, and a little bit for you as well, is also just the sheer number of people or population density mm-hmm. in a spot. Right, like I, but I want to be close to the population density. Right, like I like the. But idea you don't want to be in the population. Right, like density. I don't want to live like in Manhattan or like right. Center City, Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, no. like I loved where I lived in Ginan. Mm-hmm. If I would have been downtown, I think it would have felt a lot tighter. See, know? I liked where I live in Philadelphia, but I think that it's probably too city for you. Maybe could but be, it, it, but I but I I enjoyed I I enjoyed that a lot. I, I would have to reconsider it. It wasn't ideal, like having I mean, not mm-hmm. a parking spot, but having a car and stuff is not ideal because my car got destroyed by my neighbors just dinging it all the time and parking on the street and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
but still, like I, I do like the, the the city the city life, you know, and so like it's to me it, like it's not even about you know oh I like to visit New York City when I live there because it's like well no I might it, I, I don't I, I you know I, I, it's not that I I'm against living in a place like that it's more just the price of it because Philly doesn't really at least didn't have that right it's not as pricey as a place like San Francisco or New York or something mm-hmm. like that and that's another good reason why some places are definitely better to visit than than, yes. than to live in like for Switzerland sure. yeah oh that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one yeah I would agree what yeah. are some what are some other reasons why a place might be good to visit but not to live in I, I have one idea this one's maybe a little controversial but mm. um uh, how, how do I say it like Un- untrustworthy or or just like corrupt systems like whether that be government immigration police like an all-inclusive resort in cancun or something right. like that right where you get in a van you drive to the resort you stay at the resort you get in back in that van to the airport you and fly you go home, home. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah something like that where yeah th- yeah i mean I actually sometimes just for fun, I like to just go on Google Maps and just needle drop in a random location and just go around the street. And if and I believe I believe it's Cancun. I mean, there are a few locations like that, like those all inclusive uh, tropical locations in Mexico. And um, and my partner's been to been to one or two of them. And her, and her, uh, her dad rented a car and drove them to the uh, to the resort and. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she said it was a little sketch at some point for sure. Like it's not like she got nothing. It never got dangerous, right? But it definitely felt like it could, <laughs> right? And so I could definitely imagine. And, and that's not really there's. And those are weird. Those are such weird ecosystems to me because they're a lot of those places. Like if you go outside of this, they're they're sort of like poor cities. Yep. But then they're but then they have just these amazing resorts that are just set up for essentially wealthy people from other countries to come in and exploit and then leave yep and then just you know you put blinders on when you drive to and from the airport right and then just enjoy this sort of made-up paradise because it is sort of a made-up paradise because that's not really with the reality of what's happening there i mean it is the reality of at the resort right but um yeah but uh i've never done those before but i i i think i you know as i talk about how terrible they feel yeah but i feel like i I could imagine the enjoyment in it and you could do one and you could do something like that even in like florida or something like that like you don't have like i mean i mean what's the difference no i'm just kidding that's terrible now this is this is one that's maybe not living but kind of short term versus long term can you imagine how awful it would be to be on a cruise ship Ooh, my like gosh, if you had yeah. to if you had to live on the ship for like a year, who that would be rough. Yeah, I mean, people like a couple do that. weeks. I, I know they do. <laughs> so that's how some people make their entire livelihood. Uh, yeah, no, um, I, I just can't imagine that because I I think I, I feel like the older I get, I'm starting to get more and more claustrophobic. How much money would you need to if if I was like Jared, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars for you to live on a cruise ship? Yeah, unfortunately, that's not how it works. Those people right. usually are well, not obvi- making great money. <laughs> Obviously not. Uh, to live on a cruise ship, and that's just that's all just for and a your year. Your room and board is covered, and the, I just essentially get five hundred. Well, how much did you say? I didn't say. An, I didn't uh, say oh, right, anything. Right. I want you just to tell for me what, just how much I make for a year. A and year, that's just the pure money I'll yep. get. Okay, yep. you don't have to have a job if you want to work. You can, but you don't have to. Mm. How much money? Would well, it take? I'll be realistic, you okay. know, because. I, I have to think about how much I could obviously make at a job versus my discomfort versus okay. having to find a job after. Mm-hmm. It's like four to five hundred thousand dollars. Ooh, okay, that's a. That's what a kind of ship are we talking? By the way, is it like some sort of biology? Like a like a like nice a marine Royal biologist? Caribbean. 
Okay. A oh, ship. okay. Okay. Not a uh, not like a um, not like a like a aircraft carrier or something Mm-mm. in the military. Uh, okay, so I have like nice food mm-hmm. and uh, some terrible comedian and Kid Rock. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. A swimming pool <laughs> and a whole bunch of uh, uh, horny singles and couples. Yep. yep. To choose from. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then I'd probably lower it to like three fifty to to four hundred thousand is, okay. is probably where I'd start thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's not. It's not. It is torture, I guess, but it's mm-hmm. not really torture. Right, and I'll, like it's not like I'm I'm not at, at danger really, I'm not uh, unless there's a COVID outbreak uh, right. while I'm out there. Right. <laughs> uh, it's just like it's just it's just kind of monotonous after a while, mm-hmm. and and it's well, and and you're stuck. Yeah, you know, it's not like you can. And I don't love boats. I'm not. Right. I, I'm not in love with boats. You're not a. You're not a I'm nautical not a person. Right. No. I'd rather okay. just take an airplane and get to where I'm going That's and enjoy. Fair. Uh, the terra firma lately lately i've been getting i don't know if it's just you hanging out with me and rubbing off on me or what but i've been getting a little bit more into cars lately how so um just looking at different models and and thinking mm. about thinking more like i don't know as a kid i always liked mustangs i don't know why. mustangs are cool and uh-huh. they're very attainable yep like it's it's a it's it's a very easy car to get for a, like a starting enthusiast especially at at your age right. just don't end up as a Mustang you sound meme. so old saying at your age <laughs> at my age too i'm just not really right. looking for a mustang um uh are we too old for mustangs now no, Jerry? not what? at all dude. <laughs> is that not what at all. you're saying not at all um i'm sure the average owner age of a mustang owner is probably, probably older 40s, than us yeah. yeah um but don't turn into the Mustang meme. Are you familiar that? with the very, very popular? And I'm not even kidding. It's super popular in the car community. Okay. Is the Mustang meme, and that's um, at a uh, at at like a car meets. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they'll do like burnouts or cool like uh, skids and stuff out. Mm-hmm. And it's and always you crash it. It's always the Mustang uh-huh. spinning out and crashing into people. Yes. And- <laughs> yep. Yep. Now it actually is starting to turn into Chargers and Challengers a bit more. The too. Hellcats. Yeah. Oh yeah. E- even the 392s that think they. That want a Hellcat, right. but um, but but it, it, traditionally it's been the Mustang people. Mustang that have been, or Hellcat? You know. Personally, I would go a Charger uh, Hellcat. Okay. Just just uh, I think they look better a little bit. Vi- vi- no, mm. maybe I go Mustang. I, see, I really like the challenge the ch- the Chargers. I think they're cool, mm. but just the Ili- the image that goes along with it honestly might be worse than the image of a Mustang owner. Yeah, probably. They're always loud. They're yeah. always like driving, swerving through traffic. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't feel like that's not really the Mustang like Mm-mm. like vibe as much. No. I I, like I just either. I just don't want to be in that audience to be honest with you. Mm, but I fair. think but I think actually I prefer the uh I I probably prefer the Charger like Hellcat. Okay. Maybe not a Challenger. If it was a Challenger, I'd probably go Mustang. Fair enough. If I'm going two doors. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, my whole point with cars bringing that up though is is I think that can be a big factor in like visiting versus living. Sure. Right. You want to live. Yes. I would rather live in a very drivable city. I'm fine visiting somewhere. If, you know. Very true. But, I mean, it's ideal, honestly, mm-hmm. to visit a place. At least for me personally, I imagine for you too. We've mm-hmm. traveled together. It's ideal to live in a place where you don't have to drive. You, you yep. know, Take learning a, a new driving culture is a, mm-hmm. a headache. Paying for a car. Yep. Parking in a Europe, especially, is mm-hmm. always expensive. And there's a a lot of costs that come with it gas exactly. insurance and parking just, and, just, and you have to, something else to worry about yep. hop, and so let me hop on a train and just exactly. read my book or listen to my music or take a nap and take me where exactly. i need to go uh, buy a three euro ticket and i'm good for the day yep. or whatever yep 
Uh, that's probably cheap. But anyway, um, I'm with you. But I, I like the idea, you know, as a car person, as you said, I like the idea of a drivable city. I, mm-hmm. I like the idea of having a car where you grew up in in car having town here in Michigan. Yep. And I, so I like I, I want to have one just as an enthusiast. Um, but uh, even in Philadelphia, as I said, it was a, I like cities, but it was a little bit of a headache, and I had to essentially at a point give in to the fact that my neighbors were just constantly going to ding the side of my car. Right. And, and so and 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 that was you kind didn't of, put any stickers up. I I talked to him. I told you about this, didn't right. I? Because I talked to him. I was like, hey, could you be a little more careful with your door? Like, there there's a bunch of dings and like door dings. They're like, oh, that was us. And I was like, and, I, and I, first of all, and then I'm like, so you, and I wanted to say, so you saw it, but I didn't go that far. Right. But I was like, well, yeah, I mean, they're all sort of concentrated in the same area. Mm-hmm. And if you look, I can like, I can sort of see the mark, a mark on the edge of your door from like, you know, paint tripping on your door. Right. So I imagine that, and, you know, and since it's, I park in the same spot in the same direction every day. Right. And I, and they have a kid, they just had a kid too. So, that, you mm-hmm. know, there was a lot of swing the door, the right. back door all the way open and just yep. kind of leaning against it, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so, that's not funny. I kind of <laughs> actually is so I kind of just had to uh, like and, and, and even my parents were like, well, they have a kid, like you would, and I'm like, so I just have to like give into the Let fact that my car, my car is getting beat up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's such a weird thing that I just have to give into. Well, but now I have my own driveway, and uh, I don't really have to concern that's myself. That's the way with to that, do it. So, yeah. yeah, and so I do like the idea of living in a more driver friendly, uh, and mm-hmm. it's cheaper to have a car here, obviously, insurance wise. And stuff like that. So let's let's actually go through and let's see if we can kind of come up with a list of like what would make a place more mm. livable for us versus better to to visit. Okay. Right. So for trips, I would say we would both agree on like easy transportation. Public so public transportation, Although, good trains. Mm-hmm. I would like, uh, yeah. Although road sure. trips can be nice, but then you yeah, also yeah, have to you. visit a place that's very drivable. Which my, yeah, I'm just thinking, yeah, I think about my partner because she definitely is team public transportation, mm-hmm. living in a, a strong public transportation place. Right, which and is I'm nice. not as concerned about that. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm... Well, I see the benefits of it. It's really nice when you don't have yeah, to worry about I having like that a it car. Exists. But um, I, I kind of like driving. Me too. Me you know, too. Maybe it's just the convenience of it. it. I like the convenience yep, of it. You can go anywhere a, you want, whenever. So I'd say, mm-hmm. when, but when I travel, I, I like places that have a, a extensive, easy-to-use public mm-hmm. transportation system. Or, or affordable... Like ride sharing or taxis or something. Like when I was in, mm, I'd still say I'd still say extensive public transportation well, is more that's important. That's a to better me. choice for yeah. sure. But I would say that the next runner up, I would say, like would even in Toronto when I went there last year for New Year's, we drove there and then uh, and then just parked the car and took you know public transportation the whole time. We were like slightly outside of the downtown area, but still like within the line of the public transportation. Right, and it was a perfect it was it was a perfect situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Public transportation first to dri- first thing drive versus yep. driving. I would say um, the concentration of tourists mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes a difference to me. For I don't want to be living versus visiting. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be in a place where I'm bumping into tourists or no, um, no, thank you. Or constantly like hearing loud tourists say to mm-hmm. say stupid stuff. Sometimes Being it was drunk fun on the street. Sometimes in Philly it was fun to dip into that, mm-hmm. you know, because as I said, I could essentially walk to it if I really right. wanted to. And you know, sometimes I did like to go on long walks. So sometimes mm-hmm. it was fun to dip into that and have the ability to just be like, let me just see like what kind of craziness I can run to, run into sure. on a long walk. But then it was also sort of nice to retreat a little bit. And I didn't have a mm-hmm. great retreat because I could still there's still it was noise level was still higher than probably would have been ideal for right. some people. But yeah. uh, but so yeah, but I would say just that's another interesting one to mention though is noise level. 
I think yes. I could not live in a very loud place, but mm. I can definitely visit. Or I could live like I think the longest I would really want to live in a noisy city would be maybe a year. But who knows? Maybe after that yeah. year, I'd get used to it and I'd be fine with it. Who knows? It, yeah, it, it makes it, it is it is weird. It, it is weird because like um, during my interview when I was looking for a job here, the, there were multiple sirens that would go off, and at some point I just be, I just said like, sorry, I I live in a city. Like this is what happens. Right. <laughs> but these were also I think it was good. You know, I was with well, I was interviewing with well traveled people, so I don't think they were as shocked at the idea of just right. all the city noise in the, the background. background noise, sure. But still, like it was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, I, I think. I'd say maybe where I lived in Philly, the place that I talk about wasn't ideal, but I still like that access to the city situation. Um, so another one I would say would be, um, what do we say? Oh, price-wise. Oh, so yeah. livability. So I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to spend, you know, uh, $3,000 to live in a closet just mm-hmm. to live in a cool city like San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, I don't think or, it's worth it. Or right. like Williamsburg, uh, right. uh, Brooklyn or something like that. In worst case scenario, I'd rather live elsewhere for a while, stack that money, stack that paper. Right. And then, you know, yeah, because I, I like the idea that. of living comfortably within my price range. Yep. That's the thing. Yep. And I think in like it, it's it's crazy to me, as I said, to, to live in a place like San Francisco, be essentially making uh maybe you know low into the into but it's six figures but li- mm-hmm. low into the six figures and not live comfortably right like that doesn't even comprehend in my mind as something that should make any sense you know yeah it's pretty crazy and so the idea that i'm gonna ha- yeah, I'm, I'm making over a hundred thousand dollars and i have roommates first of all. Yeah, no thanks no thanks <laughs> or i have to like share is like share a uh, cl- half a closet with someone it's like right. n- that that doesn't make any sense i'll take to me. i'll take sixty thousand what's the point of making yeah exactly save. what's the point of yeah. making that much money if you have to live that uncomfortably exactly i i, I don't and, and maybe i get it if i were an artist or something mm-hmm. and it's like i have to live in new york because you know that's that's where that's my where industry gigs are. is yeah and i'm willing to live a shitty lifestyle for a bit for my art mm-hmm. but i'm not an artist you know right. i'm a desk jockey they, you know <laughs> I, I could be replaced at any moment no one cares well what's another one for you uh, another big one f- living versus visiting um i would just say city and country i i like visiting the sure. city yeah uh, I would rather live in the country. Yeah, I just I like it better. It's quieter. I it's... like the city. Mm-hmm. I want to live in the burbs. That's fair. You know, m- you know, close to the city. I, w- I like that close access, and and I I like um I do like some sort like around here. I don't have a problem with Dexter, but I think it it is a little too everything is a little too far away. Mm. I used to live in Clarkson actually, which was which is similar. Maybe not anymore because they've they've built up really fast. But back in the day when it was just when it was kind of a new area, it was a similar vibe to Dexter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was nice as a kid. Had a, you know a giant backyard. That's um, the way to do it. And and like you do here, mm-hmm. and um and it, you know it's peaceful and you know it's and you have like all your friends and stuff when you're a kid, but I but I don't know when I'm older I feel like I, I like the city aspect a little more so I want to be closer to it, right? That makes sense. So yeah, let's see here. What else? Uh, I mean, I think- oh I have another one mm-hmm. that I didn't think of. Uh, um, uh, access to industry, job industry, yeah. jobs is a key key one. So like as I mentioned, in, I would say jobs um, and goods. Like if if stu- buying stuff is really expensive, oh, okay, that's sure. a bad one too. But jobs are. But a like bad one. A, like as I mentioned, like a, a tropical destination, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether it's a place like you know whether it's not really a, a big booming industry place. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of opportunity to get like a, a 
like a salary office job mm-hmm. on you know some of these tropical getaway islands, or even like you don't want to be a surf instructor in in a on a tropical but, island, Jake? or even like the fact that I work in the car industry and that 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 has pushed me into like a, essentially the suburbs of Michigan, right. you know, where it's like that's where the industry is, and, and I'm willing to live in in a oh sorry as my mic was I'm li- 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 living to willing to live in a place like this to um you know to 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 go where the jobs are you so just got to get into the boat industry and you'll be good to go the jobs are not always in the tu- in the tourist i don't get in the boat industry <laughs> what i gotta move to florida <laughs> hang right. out of miami a lot that's right i feel like the boat industry is shady Granted, not like manufacturers that make boats, right? But like selling boats seems shady. Maybe. Can this thing? Yeah, how much? How much? Uh, how many <laughs> kilos can this thing hold? <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so I think a jo- jobs is a big thing. Where and jobs uh, a, a lot of times is not going to take you to like. That's sometimes it will, but and not necessarily is going to take you to like the coolest place. Mm-hmm. But it, for for me or, or for anyone that knows the industry, like I know for the car industry, I don't think I can't think of any car headquarters that's in like a big cool city because it doesn't really right. make any sense right um it's too expensive even in like germany they're in like smaller you know mm. kind of suburbs outside of the cities that we right. that we know of or whatever and so um and so i think jobs is another big one for me you know what's a big one for me is uh climate like mm. i i love like when i was in bali for most of february that was amazing yeah but i don't think i could live there permanently yeah see i disagree with that maybe not, i don't know if i could live in bali temperature wise i've never been there um but i could definitely live in a place that doesn't get cold like here mm. i like the cold i like the snow i don't need it i don't have a I, I don't have a huge problem with it it's it's nice it's we've we've had some good snow over the past couple of days it's very nice to see especially mm-hmm. when you don't have any clearly you haven't been anywhere i've seen your car right um it's very nice to just look at and peaceful but i, I don't need it i don't need it I, I i i could sacrifice the peaceful beauty of it for just a place that's like like even la-esque where it's just warm all the time 75 to 90 or whatever it is mm-hmm. you know every day I, I could be okay with that Okay, that's fair. I don't. I, maybe I could get used to it. I don't know. I think I'd be more sensitive about humidity. To be honest with you, because oh, for Philadelphia's sure. temper, uh, 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 climate was terrible, not because it got cold, but because it got disgustingly humid. Like it, it reminded me of Louisiana. It was that bad, and it's like this is. Like as soon as you go outside, you get sweaty, kind of humid. That's the worst when your shirt is just you can stuck feel to it. You. It's heavy. Yep. And, and and it's the humidity that bothers me more mm-hmm. than the heat. So like I, I'd probably try to avoid that more than I would just a straight up place. Oh, but Bali's humid too, right? Uh, it it was a little bit, yeah. But depends not, where you not are. Like, in not Bali. like this, like Louisiana. Well, I've never really. I've yeah, been to Florida. Well, Florida that's a similar is pretty comparison. That's humid. A, yeah, yeah, that's the same comparison. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not a fan of humidity. Yeah. For sure. Sure. sure yeah, so no, climate's a big one. Another one too, though, is like, um, the the landscape around you, like. I loved, uh, and well, I shouldn't say I loved because I hope to go back there soon. But I love visiting uh, where my uncle used to live in in Red Lodge, Montana. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous out there, but you're this you're this little podunk mountain town. One the the only way to really go one way, you got basically only a few ways out of the town, and one of them is like through the mountains. Sure. And so, just like a place where it would it could be very difficult if you needed to get somewhere else for something or for an emergency. Mm. Uh, yeah, everything is at like at least an hour away. Right. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know if that's a place I would want to live. I'm okay yeah. visiting there, especially for like the nature. Go there for a couple weeks or something. Your car is 100,000 miles on it after like a year. Right. <laughs> it's right. like, this is normal. After a couple months, probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's already rusting after two years. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, this is this is normal. What are you talking about? So yeah, that's my list. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything else. I, I think that's that's a pretty comprehensive list of of good to live versus good to visit. Mm-hmm. I, I would say another really big one for good to, I would say maybe good to visit, but not so much good to live. Not that I wouldn't mind this if I lived in this kind of scenario, but like I think of like really bustling cities like New York or or Vienna or Berlin where there's always stuff to do, which I think is awesome. But I feel like if I lived in a situation like that, one, I'd be spending a lot more money. Mm. And two, um, I feel like to I some degree it's a little overwhelming. I think you'd be surprised. Okay. Um, Maybe I just like my peace and quiet. Also, I don't know if I mind <laughs> spending a l- more money if I'm spending it on experience. Like if I'm spending it, like if, if if I'm in a place that has amazing food and amazing scenes or whatever, and I'm enjoying myself, I, is that wasting money or is that is that what it's I'm prior- life. exactly yeah. I'm pri- what I'm prioritizing? But, but being I guess in my life. I guess the key is. Also, what are you going to do? You don't. You don't. It goes cook. down to affordability. You can't cook, so you would well, you prefer so I'm spending just, money on food? You just prefer frozen pizzas for the rest of your life. You better believe just it. Just an endless uh, DiGiorno. <laughs> exactly, endless DiGiorno. Uh, let's. Yeah, you know it. You know. It. Um, I mean, it's interesting to me that you have a problem with all these options as someone that doesn't. Um, you know, not. It's not like a huge cook. Well, I or mean, a cook at all. I mean, more so just a place where it's like. Like when I think of certain spots in New like York, excess. yeah, and and it's like really expensive, fancy stuff. Sure. Well, you know see, what that's I mean? the thing, though. I mean, there's obviously that in every big city, but you also that's the fun, though, is finding like the neighborhood spots, right? Finding like like I had spots in my neighborhood, like I like really, if I was honestly doing a full nights out, I could do it all within a 15 minute walk of my of my home maybe even less than that maybe 10 minutes and like i had all these places that had nothing to do with or they you know nowhere close to the like the major downtown city Mm -hmm. where it's all like the super hip cool and there's some super hip cool places around but i think that's part of the fun is finding like those uh like the neighborhood spots in the city right because you have so many options Uh, that's what i like about it at least yeah i mean it's it's really cool i guess just for me I've been so busy with work and everything else. I just feel like I, I don't know, living here, I don't feel like I'm missing out on much. Whereas I feel like if I was so busy with work and then if I lived That's such in a bustling city, mindset. it is. I'm just, I'm it's too busy American. working to, in, uh, to go to different restaurants well, it's and not, enjoy it's myself. It's not too busy. What's it's, the point of living in these places if I'm just going to work all the time anyway? Right. right? Yeah. That's kind of what you just said, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's the difference. I would rather live here and work a lot. Mm. Whereas if I lived in a city, I wouldn't want to work as much, probably because I would want to be out yeah. doing I a see, lot I don't more think stuff. That, you've lived in cities before, and it's not yeah. like you've almost got fired from jobs all the time. Because of every it. every it's job, like we can't keep Chad out of Prague. <laughs> right, <laughs> he doesn't show up to school anymore, Homotov, because right. he's too close to this big city. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, Jared. Uh, listen, I didn't say that, but um, uh, I, I maybe I, I we just feel differently. We have different. Mm-hmm different needs in life and that's okay yeah i cities cities are great but it's i don't know i think a lot of it comes down to affordability like like Mm -hmm. you know we talked about um the kind of lifestyle you can live versus what you how you would want to live it sure right um and i can tell you unless i make some groundbreaking 
achievements here. If I if I were to work as like a teacher in a lot of these cities, I can tell you it would not. My yeah. existence would not not be the greatest. What if existence. you're What if you're a highly respected professor at NYU or Columbia? Then, then you, you could you'd probably enjoy be a pretty, pretty nice yeah. uh, pretty nice brownstone or something. What, what is that? That's like one of those like Cosby Show houses. Oh, okay. But yeah, like a walk up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know though. I just the places where I felt the happiest to live have also been places where, like, like I really liked actually my spot in Komutov. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, I was close enough to like nature. I could walk to a lot of places in the like little city slash town I was living in. Sure. You know, it was sure. close to Prague. Um, That's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I feel you. Whereas, so if you, if you had to take your, if you had to take your pick, what would you say might be the, um, maybe the best place to visit, but worst place to live? And then, mm. and then the other way around. The best place to visit? I don't. I mean, I don't know. That's a hard thing. To, what's the, where's the best place to like visit? Like a place you think would be great to visit, but you're like, I could not uh, live here. Probably Rome. Probably Rome. Rome. Okay. I, Rome. I think Rome's awesome. Okay. But it it's it seems like a like a shit show a little bit. Like there's okay. a lot going on. Right. Or Paris even. Okay. Paris seems like a little too much for me. I love Paris and it seems mm-hmm. like a cool city, but it seems it seems I don't know a little too much. Very uh, too much going on. I don't need that much. Right. I would I would say for me, because I'm trying to think of places I've actually gone to, not you know places I was reading about, because I feel like that's mm-hmm. it's hard to or like Tokyo, mm-hmm. right? Tokyo to me seems like a great place to visit, but I mean that's like the picture of congestion, right? I don't want to get slammed into a train every day. Well, I, I, I don't can tell you, <laughs> I don't want to sleep in a pod right. during the week. I can tell you, I wouldn't. Um, I don't think I would want to. I loved visiting Shanghai. Yeah, but, see, that's but there was vibe, so much but, like traffic and stuff yeah, and super congested. Mm-hmm, yeah, a lot of lights. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, lots of lots of sounds. Yeah, see cars that, beeping, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, cars I, I'm with you on yeah. that. Because yeah. even I, now my room was in the basement. It was in the basement in one of my places that I lived in, mm-hmm. and then sort of off the road a little bit. But still, you'll hear a random siren in the middle of the night. Right. You'll hear horns honking in the middle of the night. Sometimes you'll hear some people arguing and just have to be like, well, just have to let that happen, I guess. Right. Right. Uh, well, yeah. What, what can you do, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, I'm not getting involved. Right. One time I saw um, in my first apartment in Philadelphia, uh, like I was on the sixth floor mm-hmm. and I looked out over a public parking lot and I could see a guy just going around pulling on door handles. Uh-oh. And um, hey, and well, no, I didn't call him. But I called the I I t- it took a bit, but I called the police. Mm-hmm. And then and then by the time the police got there, he the was guy was gone. already gone. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, see, this is just pointless. Right. And, and it, it's kind of bummer to just see that because then, I mean, it's not keeping me awake at night. But I'm right. like, well, now that could happen. Now I gotta think. Make sure you think keep thrice your do- to your... keep my car locked because right. exactly. now I know that people they he's just lazily pulling on handles. Mm-hmm. And I saw him go into a car too. So clearly, I mean, it works. I've left. Right. It happened to me once, actually. Mm-hmm. My car at my second yeah, didn't place. Did you get your shades stolen? I got my yeah, and my iPod Touch <laughs> from two thousand eight. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got my prescription sunglasses mm-hmm. and my iPod Touch that really you can't even get into. The only thing that works on it is the music aspect of it, That's and you funny. don't even have the code for it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I I got caught at once, just, and it was just a simple. I I left my car unlocked. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah, sadly, that's all it takes. Yeah, it's that easy. It just—it's a numbers game too in a city like mm-hmm. a giant city like oh, that, with all sure. the cars parked on the street. It's like someone, right. at least a couple people, just forgot to hit the lock mm-hmm. button. 
And that's so, yeah. that's one one of many reasons. I mean, that's why. another thing, a safety thing. I, right. I don't. I, I I'll visit a place where I'm 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 probably more likely to get uh, robbed, for example, <laughs> than, than I would live there. there. Sure. So like Definitely. New York, for example, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Well, I lived in Philadelphia, but like um, you know Chicago, for example, mm-hmm. like right in the middle of the city. It's like I don't feel like uh, constantly being like a uh, or like uh, oh now someone you know broke my window or like in San Francisco. Uh, I remember when I visited there a few times, some cars, like especially like a Jeep Wrangler, you know, like the older Jeeps had like those plastic windows that you could zip off. Mm-hmm. So it, so instead of people, um, you know, sometimes they get cut into. And so Jeep uh, uh, like or car owners in general or like or, or like convertibles. That's another mm-hmm. one, too, where you can like cut into it. It would say like the car's unlocked and I don't keep anything in it. And they like have that sign that they'd stick on the window. I don't want to live like that. Right. I don't want to have to put a sign on begging people. Like, listen, cut your... if you're going to break in to see if there's anything in here, just open the door. I beg you, just open the door if you're going to break into my car. Right. <laughs> I don't want to live like that. Yeah. No, that does not sound good in any regard. And it's like, I promise you, you're not going to find anything, but you're still going to look. So just, just pull the handle. Yep. Pull it. There it is. <laughs> there's yep. nothing in here. Right. You'll get a couple of ketchup packets and maybe 25 cents, and that's about it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I think for me as well, living somewhere, I like somewhere that's a little bit more quiet. Um, yeah, you said that. Yeah, I, just, I got you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> there's something about it. I don't know. And and as much as I love people, it is nice sometimes to kind of be a little bit more on your own. Sure, you know? I get that. I get that. I mean, I I, I don't. I, I think it's very possible to feel like you're on your own in a big city too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that. I think that's. Uh, I, I don't know if I. I, I you know. I, but I, I get what you're saying though. I hear you. You're uh, you're picking up what I'm putting down, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I think we've covered everything today for uh, some of the worst places to uh, live, but good places to visit. Uh, So let us know if there are any other places that you uh, really enjoy visiting but could not imagine living there. Um, And, uh, yeah, definitely let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Uh, and you can check out when our episodes drop and all sorts of other good tweets and retweets from my man, Jared. And you can check us out on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Who knows, maybe in five years I'll be living in a city and listening to this episode and thinking, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, but so far it seems like you've had small control over where you could live. That's true. You know, because like you, you're obviously finding these these fellowships and it's sort of like, well, we can place you here. And it's like, okay, I'll live here. Right. But it's not like you're really choosing where right. you get to live. And so when's the last, you've never really truly gotten to choose where, where to live. You, you lived, uh, I mean, you you know, the first time you lived alone, what is, with grad school? Mm-hmm. Which yep. is obviously, because you went to grad school, right? right. It's not like... Although I did kind of choose But you didn't place. choose East Lansing because you loved the city. Right. You, you right. chose it because the school's there. Exactly. Which is, I guess, another reason right. I lived Well, if somewhere. I go to Detroit, it'll be kind of the same reason. Yeah, for work, you I'm know, telling yeah. you. Jobs is, is a big... a big, That's the huge one. That's kind of the first reason for me. Yeah. Like, I wish I had the luxury to, like, pick a climate. Right. Pick a... Pick uh, the scenery I like. Well, and I hope the city it's, like I lifestyle. At some I like. point, 
both of us will be able to do that. I mean, I liked Philly and it was cool to live in a city, but that was still just because um, work a job. Yeah, I'm like, this is the job that I like and it allows me the opportunity to live in a city, which I've never done before. That's cool. And now I'm like, well, uh, they let me go, so I'm back here. Right, exactly. <laughs> Working where I can now. Yeah, it's just, no, now I mean, this place hires me. The, yeah, work <laughs> so is I'm back here. For sure. <laughs> but I mean, if I could choose... I don't know. There is something appealing, like like I said, to have like that little little plot of land in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then maybe have it have a house 